with the latest WA Thoroughbred Racing news. Julia Santarelli now joins the Sports Daily with Santa Snippets. That was different. It's good to have him back in the studio, Julio Santarelli. Uh, how do we find you this Tuesday morning? Very well, thank you, Tim. And yourself? I'm going well. It's I'm good to see you, Jules. And you too. Dig's been a while. Yeah, you're out of ISO. You're yep. jumping out of your you-know-whats. Yep. And you've been back, what, a week now? Yes, it's good. It's good to be back in the studio again. It's good to be back in the studio again. How was Saturday just gone as we build up for another big weekend out there at Ascot? Um, brilliant on Saturday, Diggs. Heard the program yesterday, and I can't throw any more platitudes and accolades at Amelia's Jewel. And the meeting, probably a little bit um, of a, a disappointment that she won't be contesting the size. We can't see one more time going around this autumn. But the good news is that she'll be around for the Ascot Carnival later in the year, and that's outstanding news that we'll see her remain in WA for at least the... Uh, the in the short term anyway. Exactly. Now, we just touched on previously regards of the WATC derby and the barrier draw. Absolutely. So we've got tricks of the trade. Uh, we've got 12, 13 nominations, um, 13 acceptances headed by tricks of the trade and Alaskan God and also the Oaks winner in Lady Champ. The market has tricks of the trade or has Alaskan God at 2.30. Tricks of the trade is at $3. And Lady Chan, who I've just mentioned, they're in, uh, at $9.50. So they are the three runners in single figures. In conversation with Brock Luthway yesterday, he says he's not... He's, his only concern is, is have the boys have it on the girls this year in regards to the WA Derby. So um, that's his only concern. But what he does um, hang his, his hat on is that uh, Lady Chant will go in fresh. She's only had the three runs as preparation yeah. and she can run out the trip. Well, she's proven at 2,400, isn't she? Absolutely. And the others, there's a slight sus... Um, sus this is, um, They're suspicious. They're suspects. suspects. Call Thanks. it. Yep, exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. 2,200, you had the Mel Vista. You saw Tricks of the Trade hit the line well. But again, he now has to go to 2,400. Where Lady Chant from that barrier, you'd expect that Jason probably rides her conservatively early and hopefully she can be strong again late, you know, a fortnight after yeah, she won the Oaks. You talk of tricks to trades, had six runs this preparation. Hear me sings had ten runs this preparation. Tell nothing has um, uh, had six runs this preparation. Law Tree for Brett Probst had eight runs this preparation. So the ones that go in slightly fresher uh, will be Pale Rider for Ted Martinovich and, as we touched on, Lady Chant. But... Uh, um, Alaskan God is the current tap touch favourite, 230 Tricks of the Trade, $3. Whether that tightens before Saturday, we'll wait and see. Anything else bubbling? Brandon Lloyd is returning to Perth after uh, a stint in Tasmania. He's been here before. This will be his third stint. A great opportunity for, for Brandon. He always wanted to return back to WA. Um, initially re- uh, was here for a little while, rode his first winner in Kalgoorlie, and he will claim... Initially, they thought he may be able to claim three kilos, which would have been a huge advantage, and that was the uh, the one of the key points in Brandon joining up with Chris and Michael Gangemi, but there's been a change in that, so... A strange set of circumstances. Tasmanian, he could still claim three kilos in Tasmania because Tasmania's not classified as metropolitan status. But there's been a change in that, and they're counting his Mauritian victories now, so he can only claim two in town as opposed to three. But he'll be a welcome addition to Chris and Michael Gangemi. He's had the contest. He's been here before. He's well averse to our conditions and our racing, and he's got the contacts. He'll be a welcome addition to their team. What sort of weight is he walking around at, Jules? Do we know? Uh, I think it's about 51, 52. I'm not sure, Diggs. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. 
but um, he had good success last time he was in Perth. As I said, he's been here three times. Yep. Um, so, um, yeah, and the Ganjimis were looking for a, an, a claiming apprentice and they were target of Brandon and they've got him now and that's good news. Um, not so good news for Stephen Parnham. He'll be out for at least a minimum of six to eight weeks with that fractured shoulder. Can't really take a trick. It's the opposite side to the other shoulder injury that he, he, uh, he incurred um, last year or the year before. But there's just a, 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 the fracture is displaced. It's not a serious fracture, but he's got a plate on that same side and the plate can interfere with the healing process. So he'll consult the surgeon today, and but he anticipates at least six to, um, uh, six to eight weeks out of the saddle, which is disappointing. And he was saying too yesterday, Stephen, that... Um, he also took his, his kids out of school in the lead-up to the Karakata with She's Graceful. So it was a bit of a... He, he was obviously keen to ride She's Graceful, disappointing how she went on, on Saturday. But I guess that reflects, again, the, the, the lengths that our jockeys are going to, our riders are going to, to avoid uh, COVID at the moment. The story with Pat Carberry is uh, well-known now after, after Saturday. But, uh, yeah, a little bit disappointing for, for Steve. Yeah, there's only one winner there, and that's the kids. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Steve's kids getting out of the getting out of the requirements at school, but oh, gee whiz, Steve's had some bad luck, and he's had some like a lot of the jockeys, and they do have they they have their share of falls, but he's had some pretty heavy falls along the way, Steve. And he was just getting into that, as he said, he was just getting momentum, yeah, getting the opportunities, riding winners, riding as well as he he, he could have, and then you get the setback. So, yep. um, and just before I leave you, you touched on Jadavi yesterday. Um, <laughs> one of those stories, sliding doors moments. If it going to start on Wednesday, wouldn't have raced on Sunday. And, and there was massive money for her, and you can understand why. Absolutely. Clearly she was flying because what would have she done to that you know, oh, 2,300 yeah. metre field on the Wednesday. Yeah. She yeah. would have picked them up and put them away. So he was pretty disappointed missing out on, on Wednesday. So he had the backup plan of the Pinjarra Cup and he thought, well, might as well go that throw way. Her throw, yeah. her, throw her in. And, and she performed as the way she did. Maybe the Albany Cup, maybe one more the Albany Cup, but obviously that would depend on how many points she'll get out of that win and, and the weight she'll get in the Albany Cup. But, um, yeah, <laughs> a great sliding doors moment for Ian Shield. Nice consolation prize. Yeah, it is. <laughs> We've got the, obviously, we've got the, the Geraldton Cup this weekend as yeah, well. So absolutely. Looking forward to that. Jules, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Diggers. Thank you, Tim. We'll do it all again tomorrow from 7.35. It's time to get out to the roads.